Welcome back to another episode of the Next Gen Podcast. I'm your host, Brooks Huber, joined alongside by the one and only, the talented Andrew Christensen. Andrew, how are you doing on Christmas weekend? I'm doing good, doing good. My fantasy team in the Next Gen League is entering into the championship, so I am stoked about that, ready to win my free jersey. And then my Vikings team didn't look too good against the Bears, but hey, we came across with the W. See, I think both of our teams kind of experienced that. Lackluster play, however, they get the job done. And I think that's kind of been a staple of our franchises for the past 10 years. Yeah, I could not agree more. But anyways, we have to talk about this past week in the NFL season because it was probably one of the ugliest weeks we've had. Uh, talk about some teams that honestly were like the Tampa Bay Bucks were my Super Bowl pick and they got shut out. So Talk about some weird matchups. Yeah, so basically we're going to recap, uh, just so everybody knows what's going on here. We're going to recap the season real quick. Then I'm going to pull out your guys' hot takes that you guys want featured on the Next Gen Podcast. We're going to react to those. Then we're actually going to give our own right after that. We're going to talk about the MVP race right now. We're going to do some Christmas-themed segments, and then we're going to finish it off with our locks and upsets. So, yeah, let's just... Since we already brought them up, the Bucks are the Saints, the Bucks kryptonite, at least in the regular season, because he lost to Trevor Simeon and now Taysom Hill. And now the Cowboys, my Cowboys, are the two seed. So I'm feeling really happy about that. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But first of all, what do you think about the Bucks? Yeah, it was a crazy game. And here's the thing. They didn't even get – it's not like they just got beat. They got shut out which is the first time in a really long time that Tom Brady's got shut out. So it was just a crazy game. One of those that, you know, even though it's late in the season, to me, I'm going to kind of throw that out or kind of tuck it away because I truly believe the Bucks were in the same position last year. They had a couple few bad losses there at the end and people were counting them out. And guess what? They won the Super Bowl. So it's one of those that was just kind of interesting. And like you said, Simeon and now Taysom Hill, like what's next? Yeah, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say something really bold right here. So we saw a ton of key players go down. Fournette is going on the IR. He could be yes. back for playoffs. Godwin out for the year. Uh, prayers up to him. Levante David, I think, is gonna miss some time as well. Assuming they do not get healthy at the right time and they get all their guys back, you know, for the playoffs, I am ready to do what a lot of people are afraid to do, and that is count out Tom Brady right now. I think yeah. with the Bucks, with how injured they are, I think it's okay to count them out as true contenders yeah. in the loaded NFC. And here's the thing. It's going to hurt right with Leonard Fournette. He has been a key part of the thing. But we've also seen Ronald Jones step up. And so Ronald Jones isn't the same pass catcher, but he can get some yards on the ground. And then we talk about Chris Godwin. Well, I don't know. He's actually like – for the a backup running back, he's probably one of the best in the league. So He was supposed to be the starter, though. Like that, and that's the craziest he's, part. He, he was, was but he's starter. not. It's not even close, right? No. He he he's probably what sitting at like 10, 20% of snaps. But anyways, Chris Godwin, that is a major hit, but people aren't realizing that the Bucks have been without Antonio Brown for like six or seven weeks now. So getting Antonio Brown back is gonna be a huge, huge part of their offense. Yeah. I I, I just I think I'm ready to start counting them out. Wow. Brady's getting older. Yeah. I, now, has that backfired on me in the past? 
you know like that meme you know like that meme where it's like you're gonna learn today and guess what you're gonna learn when it comes playoff time you cannot count tom brady out i don't don't think i will i've been nagging on the rams who actually just got our game finished because we're recording on tuesday i think the rams are gonna be better come playoff time i think the cardinals are barely gonna be better come playoff time i think the packers are by far the better team and the cowboys could be as well their yeah, offense is lackluster, but their defense is playing like top five. Let's not talk about the Cardinals while we're talking about them. 30 to 12 to the Lions. You're telling me you lose to the Lions? Yeah. They messed up two straight parlays for me. I've lost 50 bucks in the last two weeks, and I would have made like a net profit of 600 if they would have won those games. I'm so mad. Yeah, sports betting is definitely one of those what-if scenarios because you always come super close, and then you have that team that just blows it. But, you know, just talking about football in general, the the Cardinals definitely did not look – honestly, they looked, frankly, awful against the Lions. And it's tough, too, right, because we talked about injuries with the Bucs. We have DeAndre Hopkins, who's out, and you could tell. You could truly tell this game. So – the Cardinals, I've said it over and over again, they are one of those teams that is going to be up there, but at the same time, they're a streaky team. They could easily go out in the first round of the playoffs, which is sad to think about. Let's now talk about the Ravens. They just lost to the Packers by one point after another failed two-point attempt. They've lost their last three games by a total of four points. What's your outlook on the Ravens right now? Because in the preseason, they were your top team. Now they're sitting at eight and six and are fearing a missing playoffs. They most likely won't, but anything can happen in these next three games. Do you like that call to go for it? Because for me, I did. You have Tyler Huntley. You're playing against Aaron Rodgers, who's the best in that sort of situation. And let's say you do get it, though. There's no guarantee you win that game because Aaron Rodgers was like one time out in 40 seconds. That's a lifetime. And you know that more than anyone as a Vikings fan. Yeah, it's tough, right? Because like you said, everything was against the odds. And we talk about the Packers arguably being the best team in football right now. And Lamar Jackson wasn't in the game, right? So you think about it, you have a chance to win the game without your star player against arguably the best team. So, you know, I don't mind that call going for it. Obviously, it's easy for us as fans to sit back after the fact and be like, what are you doing? But at the same time, if they make that play, they get the two point, they go up and they win we're all going to be praising them. So it's a win-lose scenario, and, you know, they went with their gut. See, I liked the call. However, like, to go for it, I'm not so sold on the actual play call itself and the execution. Now, I understand why you roll out to the right. You're trying to buy more time for your quarterback. Your guy is a scrambler quarterback. Maybe he can run it in. However, now you're cutting out the entire middle to left side of the field, and you're really only doing – looking at those two pylons on the and right the, side. And the week before, I remember that play evidently because it was a they drew that play up tremendously and they threw it to Mark Andrews and the throw just wasn't there, but Mark Andrews was wide open. They should have had that one, which is sad to see. Yeah, I think we covered a lot of stuff. What was like your biggest takeaway or surprise? Obviously, surprise would be the Saints shutting out Tom Brady for the third time in his career. My, you know, my- yeah, my biggest takeaway is Jonathan Taylor is an absolute fiend out there. I mean, Carson Wentz, how many passing yards did he have? It was like something just crazy low, but Jonathan Taylor. Not much, Taylor, not much. Yeah, I think it was like 70 yards. There's just something absurd yeah, like, like the that. the same amount as Kirk Cousins, probably. 
Yeah, no kidding. But in the end, the Colts still won. And that just proves that Jonathan Taylor right now is just on a stretch that I haven't seen with a running back in a long time. Yeah, I'm not going to say biggest surprise coming because Lions are also a huge surprise. I'm going to go more of a disappointment with the Cardinals. Just to touch on it again, to lose by eight. And it wasn't even close. Yeah. So it works team in football. They couldn't do anything offensively. And they definitely took that Lions team for granted, which is something you cannot do on any given Sunday. I think that's a huge red flag without DeAndre Hopkins here. And they're heading into Dallas in two weeks. That will make or break their season. Well, guess what? They have the, isn't it this week, the Cardinals are playing the Colts, I believe. And I think, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to spoil anything. We'll talk about that in a little bit. I got to go pull up these bold takes right now. Now the followers, they did a great job of sending these. So I'm going to actually announce their names when we review them. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready to, I think there's going to be some good ones, but I'm also ready to kind of harp on the listeners here. Cause I I think there's going to be some that are maybe too bold, but we'll see. Yeah. The first one, his name is Tom bomb, a little rhyming automatopoeia type thing. Love it. I don't think that's what an automatopoeia is. Do you know? I don't think so. But he says the Browns are coming in as a division winner. So on my story, like three times I asked you guys to send in your bold predictions or takes. And I, I wanted a voice memo, but of course, none of, nobody sent in a voice memo. I thought that would be cool to kind of like hear people's voice saying it. Yeah, I agree. So we just have, we just have some texts. So what do you think about that? Dude, the AFC North this year is crazy. For people who aren't familiar, we have the Bengals at top at eight and six, and the Browns are actually at the bottom at seven and seven. So one game separates the top from the bottom. There's a lot of contenders in there, but like we said, we talked about the Ravens. I still have to stick with them because I think when Lamar gets back, they are a team that took arguably the best team in the NFL down to the wire, should have beat them. So I think the Ravens come out on top, and again, I'm just not a huge Baker guy. Yeah, we kind of covered that before. I think it's going to be hard for them to do it. If they beat the Packers, they'll feel better about their odds, uh, but they they will most likely miss playoffs. They'll need a miracle to make playoffs, so I don't, I don't think that's going to happen. Ethan, but we're, do- we're doing bold takes, so I, I do like that. That was a good one. Yeah. Ethan Gamuka, pronounce that as you want to, Say that Dolphins, three times fast, quick. No, I'm not, no. <laughs> Dolphins win out and not only make playoffs, but make it to the AFC Championship. He went wow. from bold to like, ouch, I just like... Scorching. Like, yeah. yeah, I was just going to say, my hand's like burnt after that one. What do you think about that? Oh, well, let's break it into segments, okay? So on the far end, we have them, what, making the AFC Championship? And I'm sorry, man, but that is like as bold as it gets. I don't know as, if they can win out, though. Do you think I, they can? No, I don't. I don't think they can, sadly. The Dolphins are a team that has looked really good at times and really bad at other times. They're in a tough division with the Patriots and Bills, so they'd have to make that wild card spot. And there's just too many teams right now in the AFC that are just so close. And I don't see the Dolphins being the one to come out. All right. Now it's going to be rapid fire. Four takes by Clayton Debach. There we go. Okay. That's how I'm pronouncing that, and I'm sticking with it. I'm going to, I'm yes or no, bam. Jefferson is currently a top five wide receiver. 
Absolutely. Cousins is top 10. He's at number number 10. Nope. Okay, that's nope. <laughs> Devontae Adams is still number one. No. I, I agree with that. After Cooper Cup's monster performance on yep. Tuesday. Fourth one is Lamar Jackson is better than Josh Allen. No. Lamar Jackson has looked exactly. horrible. He has looked he has horrible, horrible lately. And he has been taking my fantasy team because of it. So I'm not a big Lamar Jackson type guy right now. Now, here's Nate Johnson's. Uh, finally, a name I can pronounce. Basically, he... This is a long one. He says, I feel like we're finally at a point in the NFL where there isn't a surefire winner of anything. Nearly awards, Super Bowl champs, etc. Also, there's a new level of widespread talent across the league that makes watching smaller market teams more entertaining, like Elijah Moore than Jets, Jonathan Taylor on the Colts. And we can expect this new entertainment to continue only and only get better as rookies and second-year players continue to develop and create core competitiveness within the NFL and their division. Ooh. All right, so well, I got it is to summarize beforehand. No, it's fine. I I got to bring up two things. I like that idea of him bringing up these smaller market teams, and it's different because I mean I'm a basketball fan, right? And I watch the NBA, and it's tough to see all these super teams, right? Because they go to the big markets, they go to LA, they go to these teams, and so you're only looking at these big market teams. But the nice thing about the NFL is there's so much talent. And again, the Colts are a great comparison that he brought up because Jonathan Taylor's lighting that franchise on fire. They're a fun team to watch. And I just hate the super team aspect of the NBA. So that's why I like the NFL. Yeah, you totally said it right there. Totally did. I think, no, I may have missed a few, and I'm sorry if I did. We will get to them next week. But I think that's the end. I think we had a very successful first time going with this hot take bull prediction thing. And hopefully you guys will send in voice memos. If not, that's all right. And if you're listening, you just tuned in for your own bold take, please stay because we have a great episode coming up. Oh, and we are yes, talking we about the MVP race. Currently, yep. it's a three-headed monster with Aaron Rodgers, Jonathan Taylor, and Tom Brady. Yep. I want you to give me, first of all, your favorite right now and then your top five. So here's the thing. And and the last guy who gave the bold take mentioned the idea of how the awards are kind of predictable because it's frustrating to see the MVP always go to the quarterback, right? And you made a post about it earlier, and I'm with you. I think Jonathan Taylor should be the MVP. He Again, he's carrying this Colts team to wins even when they have 70 passing yards. So I like Jonathan Taylor, but it's just not realistic in my mind the NFL always goes with quarterbacks, and that's why I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP this year. Now, is that what you think or what should happen? That's that's what I think. And here's the thing. Tom Brady is the favorite Vegas odds, but if you look at stats-wise, Aaron Rodgers, I think Tom Brady has like 11 interceptions or something like that. Aaron Rodgers, st- like statistically, is, is doing way better, and also his record is way better than Tom Brady. Now, I'm going to go in here like Stephen A. Smith. I rarely like to say that. And I'm going to go on a little rant. All right. Before the Colts decide to start feeding Jonathan Taylor and started to really be serious about being a legit playoff team, they were two and four, and he only had one game over 100 yards. 
He has scored at least one touchdown in the last 11 games, and one game he had four. If that is not an MVP, I have no idea what is. And I don't even know what – it's not a most valuable player of the year award if Jonathan Taylor doesn't get it. It just simply isn't. It's the most valuable quarterback or best quarterback. We should rename it if Jonathan Taylor is not getting this. I mean, let's read the stat sheet. 170 yards, touchdown, 143, two touchdowns, 185, four touchdowns, 172, two touchdowns, 145, two touchdowns. Like, that's insane. If we add a metric to, to base what a good, a great running back compared to a good quarterback, this wouldn't even be a debate. I love Aaron Rodgers, and I think he's playing phenomenal football right now, and it would be cool to see him win back-to-back at such an old age. But this is Jonathan Taylor's award. It's not the best quarterback. It's the most valuable. So and you can make the argument, though, that the Packers didn't look great without Aaron Rodgers. Well, yeah, you want to know why? That's because Jordan Love blows. He's a terrible quarterback. So, you can't compare the two. So to break up your rant here, you asked me the question, right? I agree with you. I think it's Jonathan Taylor. I really do. But do you think that's a realistic thing? Are you are you saying right now you're putting money down that Jonathan Taylor will win MVP? He will have to go ballistic on Christmas versus the Cardinals. And he is totally capable of doing it. And What's gosh, darn, he will. What's ballistic? He will. Well, I mean, looking at a stat sheet, I, mean, I would say – I mean, I'll say you'll go 150 and two, okay. 150 and two touchdowns. See, and this is the sad part is in my mind, that's not even ballistic for him because that's literally that's MVP. what he's been putting up. I know. I agree. No, I, I think so. The Colts have a great chance of winning out if they can beat the Cardinals this week, this Christmas. And I think they're totally capable of doing it. Jonathan Taylor is the MVP. You can say quarterbacks are more valuable to a team. And while that may be true, you take Jonathan Taylor off this team, they're looking at a top 10 pick that would go to the Philadelphia Eagles. But with Jonathan Taylor on this team, they're a serious contender to be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. And yeah. that's what I firmly believe right now. And I think you gave a perfect, perfect explanation for that. But we have to talk a little bit more about our locks and upsets this upcoming week, Brooks. So, why don't you kick it off with your locks? My locks right now? All right, yeah. so I'm going to pull up week 16 right now. And for my first lock, I will have the Rams over the Vikings. Wow. Sorry I had to do that it is, to you. I had I, to. Here's the I thing. To. Time out. Like, props to you for doing that. But if you look at the matchups, if you out of all of them, if you're picking that one, you are, I don't that know. That was the first one I liked that I saw. I'm just scrolling through this on ESPN. For my second one, I will go with the Chargers over the Texans. Uh, I had to do the Vikings one first just out of spite. And then there's not a lot of ones I can like easily lock in right now. Oh. Like at all. There's way too many upsets here. I'm not feeling great about this, but I will go. The, I'm going to lock in the Chiefs over the Steelers. Yep. It's going to be tough for the Chiefs considering that both Kelsey and Tyreek are on the COVID list right now. I think they will be able to get off in time, though. Yeah. All right. I'll kick mine off after you had, I mean, the Minnesota Vikings, I'm still a little salty about that, but <laughs> whatever, we'll prove you wrong this week. I'll be at the game in attendance. So yeah. 
So anyways, my locks this week, I'm going the Bucks over the Panthers. Even though the Bucks are on the road, I like them having a bounce back win here. Um, I'm also going to go with, like you mentioned, the Chargers over the Texans. How can you not choose that? I mean, come on. And then it does get a little tricky. Like you mentioned, it does. Um, just kind of looking at the slate of games, though, I'm going to probably have to pick the – I'm going to go with the Eagles over the Giants. As a lock. A divisional game as a lock is pretty tough. I'm not going to lie. I, I agree, but they're nine-and-a-half-point favorites. They're at home. And Jalen Hurts, just watching him tonight, the dude has some wheels. So I, I'm going with them to get that win over the, the Giants, who looked horrific this last week. All right, and, Daniel, well, and, and you got Mike Glennon. I mean, come on. Mike Glennon is the GOAT. I'm not going to lie. I think I started him in the next gen league because I wasn't doing so hot. I think he's the permanent quarterback, too, after Jameis Winston went out because you picked up Taysom Hill. What a loser. I know. Right. but And here's the thing. So locks this week are a little bit hard. We have a lot of upset potential. So I'm, I'm liking my upsets right now. Yeah, go for I it. I will be going with the Colts over the Cardinals. I am hammering this. I... The Colts are right now. I am way higher than them on than any other person in the world right now. I seriously think that they could be representing the AFC in the Super Bowl. I'm that high on this Colts team. They will go in to Glendale on Christmas, and they're going to make it work. They're going to win because in the playoffs, all you need is a good run game and a good defense, and what do the Colts have? Exactly that. For my next upset, I am going to go – do you want to do three upsets this week since there's so many we could do? I guess. I guess we can All do right. that. And I'm going to go a little cheesy. I'm going to go Bills over the Patriots. This is revenge week. If the Bills, however, we need to talk about this. If the Bills lose this game, their season is over. Now, I know you're thinking. I know you're thinking. They will still make playoffs. However, if you lose this game, you are going to be a low wild card team. If you lose this game, your, your seating is going to be totally messed up and you're playing some of the best teams. This is a huge game for confidence and morale boost heading into playoffs coming in a few weeks. If they lose this game, they will not make it far in the playoffs and they could potentially be one and done. So that's what I mean by that. Okay. I see you. I see. Very bold either. And then for my next upset, I'm taking the Dolphins over the Saints. I'm a big Tua fan. I hate when casuals call them a bust or call them not good. His stat sheet wasn't pretty. It wasn't great. However, he got the job done. And really, is that all that matters? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Saints are three-point favorites at home. I like the Dolphins. Their defense is playing great. They'll get Javon Holland back off the COVID list. Those are my three upsets. Just to recap, Dolphins over the Saints, Bills over the Patriots, and Colts over the Cardinals. Love it. All right. Well, I'm going to kick off with a similar one as you. I love the Bills over the Patriots this week. Bills are on the road, but like you said, they're playing for a lot here. And I just think that Josh Allen will get it done in the end. They had a, a great comeback against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers uh, two weeks ago and fell short in overtime. So I think they're going to come out and play well here. Number two, I have to go with my beloved Baltimore Ravens. Just because I think that this team is due for a win, I think they're going to come in and upset the Cincinnati Bengals on the road. And then lastly, so Brooks, you said we have to do three, threw a curveball at me. <laughs> and as much as I want to do the Colts, I, I don't want to do too similar as you. So I'm going to actually go with the 
looking at it, I, I think I have to. This is this, this is, is tough. tough for you. It is. It is. And I want to say the Vikings just because I'm going to the game, but I might get some heat for that. So do I'm going to act. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I think the Vikings, Kirk Cousins looked awful last week, but in the end, the Vikings D stepped up. Their line looks pretty good. And I think at home, this is a big game for them. I think the Vikings are going to come and shock the world and beat the Rams. All right. All right. Now to close this off, we're going to do our bullet takes. I'm currently writing mine. I have two right now. We might just do two and then. Yeah, I think we got to do two. Later. Do you want to start out with yours or do you want me to kick it off? I think I think you should kick it off. They say best for last. So. All right. I'm actually going to do three. So I'm just going to mess oh. with you a little bit here. Yeah. All right. So for my first one, obviously, Jonathan Taylor over 175 and two touchdowns and an upset win over the Cardinals. And when this happens, not only will he be the top of the MVP conversation, the Colts, like I've been saying, will be the top of the AFC conversation. For my next one, I have Jalen Waddle over 125 yards and a touchdown and an upset over the Saints. Upsets the other bold part because the Waddle satellite isn't too bold. And then I also think Montgomery is going to have 150 and a touchdown versus the horrid Seahawks Rundy. Love it. All right. Well, I said the Bills are going to upset the Patriots. Not only do I think they're going to upset, I think the Bills come out and win by 10 points. I think they make a statement. Big win for them. That is what my first bold take. Number two, you know, just there's so many injuries, right? So it's hard to predict, but thinking Antonio Brown is back. I think he comes back and lights it up again. I have him going for, you know, I'm going to say 120 yards and two touchdowns. I think he gets a long bomb. And I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a comeback win or have a, a bounce back win, which would be huge for them. And then lastly, Brooks, you did it to me again. You made me make up a, a bold take here. I'm going with, you know, you put with the Colts. I think that Kyler Murray, the Arizona Cardinals, will slightly win because Kyler Murray will rush for over 100 yards as a quarterback. I think he does that and wins it by on his feet. All right. Well, you know, I had to work, have you work for the last one. Like, I can't just let you off the hook. When they want some, like two bold takes. Before we leave, I want to say thank you guys for listening to this episode of Next Gen Podcast. We're super pumped to have you guys listening. We love you guys so much. And as you guys can tell, I've been posting a lot less on Next Gen. And you want to know why in prep for this stuff and then some of the stuff I'm doing with number 88, if you guys know what that is. And I posted on my story like five times. And Andrew, before, before I let you go, What's one thing you want for Christmas? What's one thing? I I need a new, this is dumb, but I need a new winter jacket. I live in North Dakota. It is scorching cold here. And scorching I have to walk cold? to, it's so, yeah, I don't know. If that's no, what the heck? Hey, <laughs> you know, you can make things up on a podcast, right? But anyways, I have to walk to class and I'm in college and it is freezing. So I need a new coat. Well, we're also hoping to get that one new ice shaker as well. Right. Yeah, we better. What What's one thing you want? You got to leave with something big here. Well, I would love to go to a Cowboys playoff game. That's always been a big dream of mine. And hopefully, hopefully it works out. 
I would love to. Uh, they'll probably be pretty expensive. So you guys well, are selling out on next gen for a few I'll, I'll years. Be, be I'll be expecting a ticket in the mail. I'll take along. So I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry Christmas to the listeners. Merry Christmas to you, Andrew. If you guys don't celebrate Christmas, then Merry Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or whatever you wish to celebrate. We are the Next Gen Podcast, and we're here to stay. Thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. See ya.